0: Hi, I'm Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a successful advisor and investor, and you're listening to How May I Serve You, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit, and Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Donald Monaster. Donald, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing great, doing great. Awesome, awesome. So Don is currently the CEO and President at General Informatics, but he has been a well-known executive for many years in the technology space and has been quite successful in his career as an executive in the information technology industry. His resume is an extensive one indeed. Working as Chief operation Officer for IBM L, Senior Vice President and General Manager at C Spire, served in the leadership role for TechLinks, including taking on the president role prior to its acquisition, and it was the founder and CEO, as well as the president of Vista Information Systems. Don has a strong background in successfully leading information technology companies. His experience in sales, marketing, operation, and IT services, along with support, helps organizations accelerate their growth trajectory, better serve the customers, and facilitates management framework that allows organizations like Vista, TechLinks, and IBML to scale their operations and prepare for hyper growth. So, Monister is also an established author with his three books. Trilogy, the first being Enhanced Life Performance in 2017, and his second, Enhanced Executive Performance, and his third in the trilogy, Enhanced Corporate Performance, due to release late this summer. Oh, Dom.
1: wow. Ooh. You have an expensive resume, man. Man, look, I appreciate it. When somebody introduces me like that, I, I get nervous. I'm like, man, I'm going to have to sound intelligent here. I'm going to have to actually do my job.
0: So. There we go. So let's dive right into this uh, interview. So tell us a little bit about yourself, man, the two-minute version.
1: Yeah, okay, so Reader's Digest version, grew up in in Hammond, Louisiana, graduated from Southeastern Louisiana University. Great university, great experience. Uh, But man, I jumped right into information technology right out of college in 1989. I know everybody's thinking, no way, no way, right? (laughs) You can't be that old. Um, But no, I I jumped into IT and man, I I, I never looked back. I had no idea that the industry was going to explode the way that it did, but um, I was very fortunate Um, to be around some incredible people. I started my own company in 1993 when I was 23 years old. I said, you know what? I obviously know everything I need to know in order to be a business owner, but I had no idea what I was doing. And (laughs) uh, sometimes that's better, right? Sometimes that's better. But uh, ran that company for 15 years, sold it to a private equity company, and then uh, got the good fortune of working uh, with a company called TechLinks and some awesome Leaders, um, awesome individuals that taught me a lot, and and I stayed there for about eleven years. Eventually, became the president. We transacted that business in 2018, and and uh, I got out of uh, IT for a couple of years. And man, I'm right back into it. I I, I was still in technology. <laughs> I, I had that IT itch, and and um, a private equity company um, out of Dallas, um, Rosewood uh, Private Investments, called me and said, "Hey, man, we want you to 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 look at." Uh, coming to this company, General Informatics, and and being a a leader here and and would love to have you as a part. And um, man, having a blast doing it.
0: There you go. That sounds awesome right there. So Don, take us back a little bit, right? Let's dive into your childhood. Were you one of those kids growing up that was very entrepreneur, like shoving the snow and and (laughs) cleaning people's cars for money? Because with a resume such as yours, you are constantly on the go and you you are a businessman
1: yeah so yeah, it, you know it's crazy. Uh, when I was growing up, we used to uh, take um, cinnamon concentrate and we would soak them in toothpicks and then we would uh, wrap them up in in aluminum foil and sell them for five cents a pack. <laughs> um, and and uh, i was I couldn't have been more than like I, I was probably in the third or fourth grade and and um, we would sell them at recess until my teachers found out, and they said, "Hey, you can't do that because it's like candy, so you can't you can't do it." But that was my first like real business, and it was me and my cousin and my brother that were in it, and we were splitting up those nickels and dimes, man. Just just uh, making sure we were we were
0: making a profit. <laughs> That's awesome, right there, man. That's always, it's always great to hear these stories because like most like most people that I know um who are, an amazing executives, they have the same type of childhood, right? They're they started off being entrepreneur. Like myself, I used to shovel snow. I <laughs> I sold candy in school as well until we got um booted. <laughs> right, right. right. You know, so um I get it, man. The entrepreneur, it starts at a young age, you know. But at that time, it, it's it's fun. You're not thinking about any type of like uh, repercussions. If you, if you messed up, it's fun. Yeah. right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and and you know, and, and in high school, I, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I, I had no idea what I was going to do. Right. I had no okay. idea what, how that was going to come about. But um when I, I went into college and, and started looking for that, that job as I was getting toward the end, I knew I want to be an entrepreneur. Um, I know I'm not going to be able to afford a mainframe, so I may as well go figure out a little bit about this thing called a personal computer back then. And so <laughs> that's actually how I got into IT. I said, "Hey, I'll go to work for a guy who's who's running this um, this little personal computer store." And I started learning IT that way. And I, it just made sense. Three years later, I started my own systems integration company. And and uh, man, it, it's been it's been like
0: <laughs> it's been a hundred miles an hour ever since. So you started at the right place at the right time, man, because I, everything now is computer-based. That's <laughs> right. this conversation right now, this interview. <laughs> that's right.
1: I always say, hey man, you gotta prepare to be lucky, right? And so- wow I like
0: that, I like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I, I mean, I figured, you know what? I, I made a good decision and I could have never known what was gonna happen, right, to the IT industry, but we had to prepare to be lucky because it was still hard work. We had, mm-hmm. to, we, we had to dig in, we had to make sure that we were doing the right thing for our customers because otherwise, if you don't, they don't come back. So um, yeah, you got to be prepared. You got to
0: prepare to be lucky. And when luck does come, you got to take advantage of it. Yes, indeed. So for those of you who are listening right now, if you can see Don, so this guy, he looks like he's 35 years old. He looks like he's like my age, right? <laughs> but you mentioned he, he graduated college in like the late 80s. So. That's, right. <laughs> so that's right. So Don, tell us a little bit more about your typical work week um, as an executive, because a person that looks that good, you know, and you look vibrant and you work a lot. What's your secret, man?
1: <laughs> well, look, man, it's it's deliberate. And that's one of the things you mentioned in my books. It's one of the things that Enhanced Life Performance talks about. Um, it's really about how do you put yourself in the best position to be successful? And a lot of that for me, not just from a from a, uh, a spiritual perspective, but also from a, you know, all-encompassing spirit, mind, and body. So, um, when when I wake up in the morning, I wake up at four o'clock. Um, I do the same thing every single day. I write for fifteen minutes. I read for fifteen minutes, and then I'll typically will check my email and work for about thirty minutes to make sure that everything is where it needs to be. And then I go train for two hours. I'm usually Ooh. I'm usually in the gym for about an, you know I say two hours, about an hour, an hour and a half, and then I'm I'm at work at about a quarter to eight. And so I've been up since four you know, already thinking about work, already working. And, um, and that's really just the first four hours of the day. Then it, then the real work starts. Right. So, um, but I, I'm very deliberate about, you know, how my nutrition regimen, uh, works. I'm very, um, regimented as it has to do with when and how I train. Mm -hmm. And it really does put me in a position Uh, to execute at a higher level than what most people would consider is capable at the ripe old age of 53. Um, I've got four kids. I got a 35 year old daughter, uh, 25 year old daughter, 22 year, 23 year old son and 20 year old -old youngest son. So, uh, you know, they keep they keep me busy, obviously. But um, man, look, it's a it's a deliberate approach. And, um, I, I always say that I'm trying to put myself in alignment with what the Holy spirit wants for me and my family. Amen. And, and man, if I do that and I listen and I put myself in that position, uh, success always comes because I think the Holy spirit knows when you're a good steward of that and you're investing in helping other people by coaching and teaching, uh, and when given the opportunity leading, right. Um, that just always comes back to you. So, uh, I love that as, as a a way to, to uh, continue to try to drive my life and, and, and focus my, my attention on those things that are important.
2: Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's getupngetfit dot com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle.
0: You know what I like, man. I like I love the fact that you lead by example. You lead by example, starting from your your morning your morning schedule, right? Your morning yeah. regimen. As a high performer, you understand the importance of investing in yourself before anything else.
2: Right? Yes.
0: And yeah. Kudos to you, man, because I'm working towards being like you. I'm in my late thirties <laughs> right now and yeah. you're looking great in your fifties. So I, I, I got to continue pushing <laughs> and living that lifestyle, man, a high performance, but balanced lifestyle. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> All right. So Dawn, knowing how hard you work and how full your schedule is, have you experienced any um health or wellness challenges along your journey? no i mean i've been real fortunate in that you know uh, i i was i was an athlete
1: growing up you know in high school played played baseball at a high level i was actually a competitive bodybuilder um late um in the my late high school years and into going into college i actually qualified for the mr universe back in the day yeah so so i've always really been in tune to what you know my body needed from a standpoint of rest and and nutrition. And, you know, I wasn't always that healthy guy. I was the quintessential fat kid in school and I was picked on and bullied and, and all that stuff. And I just decided, man, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm not, I don't want to do that anymore. And so I was, I've been a martial arts instructor. I've run triathlons. Wow. I spend a lot of time focusing on, on my, my health and, and making sure that I'm, I'm really in a position to execute at a, at a higher level than what, most can and not to be necessarily competitive it's it's the standard that i wanted to set for myself and mm-hmm. so i haven't i've been fortunate that i haven't had major setbacks I'm, I'm and you always have these uh nagging injuries as you get a little bit older but i've always said that at some point in my life i was going to have to shift from performance to longevity i haven't quite made the shift yet i'm getting really close where it's like okay hey maybe you shouldn't train for two solid hours or maybe you should dial it back a little bit but man i'm 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 still focused on trying to perform at a very high level and i still think we can i you know we as as adults you know as as you know children of god we we can continue to execute at that level for as long as we want to so
0: yes indeed man you know i definitely believe in the fact that we have limitless potential you know, and we yes. just have to tap into it. We have to tap into that potential. And being a, a person of, of faith as well, you know, I live that. I live that on my sleeve. I live that on a regular basis. So continue pushing forward and living your truth. You know, yeah. And also, um, I, I'm glad you focus on you focus on longevity, uh, because I'm a steward. <laughs> I'm a steward of of this study as well. Because my grandfather lived to be 109 years old. What? So I'm trying to hit at least 110. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a perfect at least 110, goal. 110. So that's, that's what's pushing me forward, man. That's awesome, man. So now I want to ask you this question. Um, Everyone have a different answer, but what drives you, man?
1: Uh, look, man. There's there are different things through, throughout the day that drive me to do the different things that I do when I think from a tactical perspective. But okay. overall, if I really break it down to like kind of root cause analysis, what is it that I'm truly trying to do? It's really to leave a legacy, like as most men um, want to leave a legacy. It's, it's interesting. When I when I wrote my first book, we I um, interviewed 50 women. And fifty men, and I asked the same question, and the question uh, came back down to leaving a legacy. And for men, they want to leave a legacy for the whole world. For women, they want to leave a legacy for their family. What now? I don't know what that says about men. I think we're just egotistical, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> awesome. but, but, um, but yeah, I, I want, I want the, the, um, the way that I approach my life and the way that I approach my family and. I want that to be remembered. Um, I, I owe it to my grandfather. Um, I, I respectfully call him chief. We used to call him chief because he kind of had this air right. of aristocracy about him, and uh, he was uh, an Italian immigrant. He came to this country and and he was illiterate and and had to work his entire life. But he was wise beyond measure, and mm-hmm. um, and I learned so much from him. I learned so much from from what you know he was he taught me and i i just love the fact that i have the opportunity to 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 continue his legacy by working on my own and and mm-hmm. really investing in other people and really loving and caring for other people that's one of the things that he did so incredibly well so my drive is is one i want to live up to the legacy of my grandfather and the second thing would be to create that same legacy so that my children and and my children's children hopefully can, you know, tell stories about how I, how I ruled the world and was, you know, on the back of a dragon. I hope the stories get blown out of proportion completely. <laughs> right. <laughs> <So>.
0: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing right there. So. So now the next question, right. What do you believe you need to improve on right now in order for you to get to the next level? Being that you accomplished so much at the age where you're at right now
1: yeah no i think that's a great question and i i think the the simple answer is consistency right i mean um as an as an entrepreneur as the ceo of a very fast growing business um there are responsibilities and 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 you know things that pull on you every single day you know whether we're looking at acquiring another business or organically growing into a new uh, territory it's really being consistent across the entire portion of your day, making sure that you're giving the right attention uh, to the right things and the right items. And, and it takes a little bit of, of what I would call critical thinking to know what those things are, because there truly are a lot of things coming at you at one time. Um, but I think that's really the key is, is I, I need to maintain consistency. I need to stay the course. Um, you know, Again, as I mentioned, my my life is very deliberate. I plan out everything. Um, I have the the very same process as I go through, and I have to stay consistent with that, because sometimes what happens is is you you do something that's proven and it works, and and then things get busy and you get away from it, and you're like, why am I struggling? And you realize, oh, I'm not doing that thing that I used to do so consistently and so well. Why don't I go back to doing that? And I tell my my leaders that I coach who ask me that question, I'm like, you know, that's that you know, you, you rank that in that it works so well, we stopped doing it. Cause I, I I hear that all the time. It's like, well, well, we used to do this and it works so well. Why'd you stop doing it? We don't know. Yeah. You just don't stop doing that. So I think consistency. Yeah. Consistency is truly the
0: answer there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. I mean, that's so, so important. I mean, with anything in life, I believe consistency is key, right? Yeah especially being like a former bodybuilder you have to be consistently yes. working out and training your body in order for you to, to achieve a, a certain peak or a certain goal I should say so um that word right there it's I think it's, it's underused it's underused yes. you
1: know yes I would agree with you you're right and, <laughs> and 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 it you know the the thing that most folks don't realize is that it's not doing you know two things you know a hundred percent right it's doing 2000 things about 99% right, right? And and so if you stay consistent and continue to stay on the course, man, it makes a huge impact in the overall success of your
0: business, success of your career, success of your life as well, so. Yes, indeed. So what advice would you like to give to other executives about staying on top of the game?
1: Yeah, you know, again, we could probably touch on all the things that we talked about, consistency obviously being uh, key. constantly learning constantly exposing yourself to various um you know diverse um methods of education you know like don't just read a certain type of books you know try to get into a lot of different media um and i always say that you know diversity of thought is truly leads to intelligence and so I would tell you to, to be a critical thinker. And my definition of critical thinking is not deep, you know, deep thinking. You know, a lot of people say, oh, we need to critically think about this, which means we need to think about it more. No, I would say challenge your thought process, be critical of your thought process, challenge your context, because there's a lot of times if you don't challenge the context in which you have, you really can't see the other side of a particular um, issue or opportunity or challenge. You know, you and I might have been been brought up very much the same way. So our viewpoint might be exactly the same way. What about somebody that, that grew up in a totally different country? What, if, what about somebody, you know, who, who, you know, did I, I grew up fairly, you know, I, we didn't have anything, man. We didn't have much of anything. I would love to talk to somebody who had everything. What does that mm-hmm. look like? And so I would just say challenge your thought processes challenge, um, you know, the, the kind of the status quo, and, and make sure you're setting really high standards for yourself and for those around you and and make sure that you're adhering to them because there's not there's nothing worse than setting a high standard for somebody else and then you don't adhere to them, right? That's not <laughs> that's not the way to do that. Um, but you know, set that standard high and and, and always, you know, aggressively go after it. People say, be careful what you wish for. I say, man, wish with reckless abandon, man. Just Ooh. do. Yeah, man. Stop, stop being careful with what you wish for. Sometimes God gives us those things that we wish for. If you were careful with it, you got something, the outcome isn't that great, right?
0: There you go. There you go. So I guess base basis going, go ahead first, going ahead first. That's right.
1: Be bold, man. I, I, I will tell you, I'll say this. I've never been bold in my decision-making where it didn't serve me in some way. Never. And now, does that mean I got everything I wanted? No. But I if, if I didn't get something, I learned. I learned from that experience. Exactly. I learned, you know. And so I would just say, be bold, man.
0: Yeah, man. man. I don't believe in, in losses. I believe in either win or you learn. You know, That's right. and it's still so important. A lot of folks, when they get hit with a curveball, they tend to fall and stay down for too long. Right? Right. Right. You have to, you have to, you have to get back up. That's get right. Back up. Get back up. The, onto the mouth. Swing, swing That's again. True. That's right. That's right. So are you currently working on any new projects that you'd like to share with us?
1: Yeah. So uh, obviously I I started as the CEO of of General Informatics back in November. So, man, we're aggressively growing that company. Um, We have a number of potential acquisitions uh, in in front of us, as well as organically uh, growing into other um, areas of our geography. We're really a a southeastern based focused company. And so we're expanding out in the state of Alabama right now um, and we're looking into going into Texas, Panhandle, Florida, uh, North Carolina. So we'll continue to expand that. Uh, And as you mentioned, I'm finishing up my my last of the three uh, enhanced series book. Um, This is enhanced corporate performance. You know, enhanced life performance was really more about the individual and how you put yourself in alignment with what the Holy Spirit wants for you so that you can execute at a higher level. And then enhanced executive performance was really about okay now that I'm I'm operating at a different level how do I make that as part of my career how does I make that work for me as an executive, and enhanced corporate performance is okay now that I've got all these executives and they're and they're you know they're hitting a certain level that most people don't hit how do I build that into my company and create a corporate framework that can take advantage of that and so um, it's really kind of the, the the finale if you will of the three part series. And look, it's all based in the same concept, which is, you know, w- there are certain things that we are put on this earth to do, and if we stay in alignment with that, um, then then good things happen for yourself and for others, and and if you as long as you're a good steward of that, then um, then then good things I think will continue to happen. Look, it doesn't mean it's easy though, right? It, it, yeah. it, sometimes it gets super hard, and sometimes you get challenged with things that you're not used to, but. Um, I'm, I'm excited and, and ready to get that third book done. And then I might take a break from writing for a little while. Um, and, uh, and, and, and see what the next challenge will be after that.
0: There you go. Well-deserved well-deserved by the way. Thank you, know, you man. After all Thank that work being put been in over the years. Yeah. So if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you, Don, where can they find you?
1: Yeah. So look, the first thing you can do is just email me at Don M at GenINf.com. i'll say that one more time don m at genin uh at, that is the um url for general informatics and if you want to see more about what we're doing in it general informatics um dot com is our website um and feel free to reach out to me via via that uh method Uh, you can also the the company that distributes my books and does all that is called alignment.com you can you can email me there as well at info at alignment.com alignment is spelled a-l-l-y-g-n-m-e-n-t.com and the the alignment is spelled that way because it's an ally where this company okay. is an ally with you in life and in business so um i would just say those two ways are the best ways to get in touch with me and um, you know send me an email i'm doing some training uh, in birmingham alabama on the 28th and in Baton Rouge uh, in august on august the the 19th on enhanced life performance enhanced executive performance so if there's something that you might be interested in send me an email and we'll get you up. We'll we'll hook you up with a a special coupon code
0: that will save you a ton of money just because you're watching this podcast. There you go. There you go. Perfect. So guys, take advantage of that. Right. Make sure to hit up Don. Hit him up asap. Asap. <laughs> so Don, thank you for coming on. How may I serve you? And thanks for sharing your experience and your immense knowledge with us. Right. And also thanks to the followers for lending us their ears and their eyeballs. And last but not least, how may I serve you, Don?
1: Man, you're doing it. You're doing it every day. Um, the first conversation that we had, uh, we connected, and I knew that we had, we were like-minded. We had the same heart. And the way that I would ask you to serve me is to help me serve others, because that's really what we're put on this earth to do. And continue to lead with your heart. You know, I was a, I was an MMA fighter. And you never lead with your chin, right? You don't ever do that. And some people in business would tell you and in life tell you don't lead with your heart because you can get hurt. I would ask you, man, be bold and, and lead with your heart and, and make sure that people know that you're there to help them. And uh, you keep doing that, I'll keep doing it. And, and man, good things will happen.
0: There we go. This is why I love connecting with like-minded my, like my individuals. <laughs> like when I first hopped on the call with Don, we, we connected. <laughs> yeah, Same we like, did. I knew this guy for like years, you know? So <laughs> now we're on this podcast. Bless you guys for knowledge and information. Hit him up. Please go and hit him up. He, he's such an amazing um individual. Such an amazing, amazing individual. So, Don, let's 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 wrap this up. Everyone, once again, thanks for coming on and tuning in. And make sure to tune in to next week's episode. Cheers.
1: Cheers.